You're listening to the Open Court Podcast with Jay Young, Bob Huesler, and Joe DeSantis. An all-access pass to Fairfield University men's basketball. We welcome you once again to Open Court with Jay Young, your information source for Fairfield University basketball, along with the coach, Sean Bob Huesler, joined by my broadcast partner, the Fairfield Hall of Famer, Joe DeSantis, and also joining us today, the Stags freshman guard from Nyack, New York, G. Allen Leach. And there is a lot to cover today. The Stags are coming off a pause, and now they play games tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday at Manhattan. Then they get ready for the MAC tournament, which begins on Monday. So a lot of things happening very quickly here for the Stags. And uh, Coach, let's start it off with you by asking, um, was it a tough break for the Stags to you know, have to go into that pause after playing one of your better games, maybe one of the best games of the year against Canisius? Or at this point, do these kinds of disruptions uh, even matter? Yeah, I think they matter. Uh, we were disappointed we weren't going to play. We knew we were having a great challenge to go down to Monmouth. Um, but we, we, I agree with you, Bob. I thought that that was one of our better games from start to finish, the Canisius win. And, and you just want to kind of build off that momentum uh, and, you know, to have such a long break here. Now, we've been able to practice, so we, we, we've been certainly able to do that. But I think, you know, at this point, point in the the year that everybody wants to play games, especially the players. And, you know, these long practice, we've tried to break it up with giving them some days off here, but it's just been a long grind of practice. And uh, and we would have certainly prefer, preferred to play a game uh, or two, that's for sure. So uh, that being said, and this is a question, unfortunately, we've had to ask you uh, on a couple of occasions uh, this year, but we'll revisit it. How do you keep these guys sharp? What's the What are the things that you can do in particular that, comes as close as you possibly can come to uh, replicating those game circumstances. We've just, we've really tried to shorten up our practices, um, get in, get out of, uh, and do our work. And, and, you know, um, we've, we've mixed in some days off just so the monotony of this time of year, uh, you know, doesn't kind of overwhelm us, but it's really just trying to keep sharp, trying to keep them short, uh, great energy and practice. And we really haven't mixed too much up other than we've, we've, like I said, tried to just kind of get in and do our work and, and get out of there. We bought them back at night a couple of times to shoot just to keep us fresh. And, and that's really what we've done. Um, there's no secrets. We're not, we're not putting in any, uh, anything special. We're just kind of trying to, trying to refine what we've done already and, and get better at it. Okay, was uh, when you realized you were going to be shut down for a little bit, was there one part of the game that uh, you wanted to get better at? You mentioned you didn't do anything different, no secrets, blah, blah, blah. Was there? Did you sit with your staff and say, okay, we need to get better at doing this? I Just, j- just the overall consistency of, of the way we defended and rebounded. Um, you know, we led that, that, that Canisius series for 60-something minutes, uh, and we had a bad 15 or 16 minutes in the second half of the first game. But I thought overall, um, besides that, that uh, bad 15, 16 minutes that we had, that we had some really good moments, some of our best moments of the season. And then, you know, just trying to get that for 40 minutes, trying to replicate that for 40 minutes is what we've been really trying to do all year. But our offense is taking some steps forward. Uh, we really rebounded the ball the second night, the second game, and uh, – you know, that's that's going to be our secret now moving forward. Can we can can we do that on a consistent basis for 40 minutes? 
And you're going to try and do it now for a well, 80 minute stretch against Manhattan and back to back games, coach. Uh, what are the particular challenges that the uh, Jaspers pose for you this weekend? Yeah, that, you know, they're a very good rebounding team too, the best offensive rebounding team in our league. Um, and uh, I think they're a lot like us. They, they don't have a, a ton of offense. They have some guys who can certainly score, uh, but they're, they rely on the defense and their rebounding to uh, kind of carry them uh, a little different style of play where they'll pick you up full court and, uh, you know, start a possession in zone, switch to man to man. But, uh, you know, Steve's got those guys as he always does playing extremely hard. Um, and we're going to have to match their intensity and they, they really go and get it off the offensive glass. You know, Williams, I think is, um, is one of the best, um, you know, interior players in the league. He's a handful and we're going to have to do a good job with our, with our, um, interior defense for sure. Certainly could have used the uh, offense that uh, Jalen Leach would have uh, brought to uh, the series this weekend, Coach, as we welcome in our guest. Unfortunately, Jalen, you're the first player we've had on this year that uh, comes uh, comes onto the podcast in a state of uh, inactivity, to put it uh, mildly. Uh, so uh, I think most of our listeners know that uh, you sustained that foot injury in that second game at, against Marist in mid-January. So... How's the recovery going? How are you feeling? How far along are you as far as the recovery process is concerned? Yeah, I'm feeling great. Uh, I just had a checkup today, actually, and I received good news saying I could uh, be weight-bearing by next week. In four weeks, I'm having another checkup working. I should be, like, walk-around, stuff like that. But, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty quick. I've been surprised about how easy uh, it's went and how good I've been feeling lately. Can you tell us exactly what happened now that you've had the chance to maybe even, I don't know, look at film or try to retrace the steps of how the injury can, uh, occurred. Can you tell us about it and specifically what from a medical standpoint kind of injury was that? Yeah. So there was something called the Liss Frank, uh, fracture. So it's like, it's a small bone, but it's really important. They said, and it's just everything to do with like explosiveness. And I know it was a weird injury because I, I, I landed and I jumped and I felt it right away. And I haven't, I haven't really seen the film, but um, yeah, it just tightened up right away and, I, and uh, I couldn't put any weight on it. Have you uh, ever experienced anything like that before, that kind of injury? Have you ever been hurt in your uh, basketball career? Yeah, I haven't received uh, had any foot injuries. I've had a thumb injury last my senior year. I broke my thumb and I had surgery on that, but that's, the other serious injury I've had. So I've never had any foot injuries or other injuries since then. What have the doctors told you about uh, the long-term prognosis? Is this something that is a concern? It's not something that can be um, reoccurring. Is it, or is there anything in particular that you need to be aware of uh, in terms of uh, rehabbing this to make sure it doesn't happen again? Yeah, they just got out to strengthen a lot more. Um, just be careful not to not to come back right away too fast, and kids take my time. You know, I have the summer, um, I have the off season, so I think that should be enough time for me to come back 100. percent So, when um, do you actually get the potential green light to resume full basketball activities? Uh, right now, we're not sure. I haven't really put me into it yet, but hopefully, they said probably by the summer. Jalen, um, while you've been cooped up at home, um, is there anything you were able to do with the basketball? 
dribble, sleep with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been able to dribble with it. Uh, you know, I've been going crazy at home. That's the only good part, I guess. So everything you've done classroom-wise has been uh, like we're doing right now over over Zoom. Uh, how's that experience been for you? It's hard, to be honest. I like in person. I like in the face-to-face experience, but I've been doing pretty well, but it's definitely hard. Did you find yourself struggling from a mental standpoint uh, when the injury occurred? Uh, you know, when you have a season snatched away from you as yours was, uh, I'm sure maybe you can get a little depressed, a little down about things. Uh, did that happen to you? And if so, how did you fight through it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had injuries in the past to my thumb, like I said earlier. But, um, no, I didn't get too down on myself. I know it's just a minor setback. I know myself as a player and myself as a person. I know I'm, I'm going to come back better from this. And everybody needs a support system in times like this. So who mm-hmm. has your support system been? Yeah, my mom's been taking really good care of me. Uh, me every day. Just looking out for me, helping me with my foot. Speaking of your mom, uh, I know that uh, she used to play basketball herself. You come from a basketball family, correct? Your mom uh, played at Wesleyan. Tell us a little bit about her, her, her name, her maiden name, so we can uh, check out her Wesleyan career. And <laughs> how about your dad? Did he, did he play as well? Yeah, my mom, Nicole, she played at Wesleyan University. I think it's a D3 school. Um, yeah, uh, my mom played a little bit of basketball. My dad, it's, my dad didn't really play basketball, but his side of the family, they're all really big on basketball. So, yeah, that's where I get my love of the game from. You started early, didn't you? When did you uh, first get involved in the game? Uh, when I was about three years old, um, I had a basketball hoop uh, in my house. And my grandma told me my first, the first word I said was ball, so. Did the games look different to you post-injury? You know, you're, you're involved in uh, your freshman year as a Division I college basketball player, and then, bam, it comes to a stop. But now you have, a, let's see, in your particular case, you had 15 games under your belt, so now you have an idea of what it's all about. But now you're watching the games again. They look a little different to you now that you have the perspective of a college player? Yeah, for sure. Um, you just watching these people keep playing. You just realize what you could do better, what what um what weaknesses you can get better at. So yeah, it's been helpful watching other games. Are you a uh, a fan of uh, basketball? I'm obviously you're a great basketball player, but some players aren't you know necessarily fans of the game. Do you watch a lot of basketball? Yeah, I love to watch a lot of basketball. NBA, college basketball, high school basketball. Doesn't matter. I love watching. It. Jalen, uh, take me a little uh, far back into your um, your basketball career, your high school career. When did and and your recruiting? When did you start to get recruiting? What level was it? Um, and um, what were some of the other schools that were recruiting you? Yeah, uh, the, when I first started, I think sophomore year, sophomore summers when I first got attention, Holy Cross was really interested in me. And then they had a, a coaching change, and I had an offer from them until that happened. And then didn't really start picking up until my junior summer. Um, that's when I got a lot of interest um, from Ozzie Fairfield. I got some other Patriot League schools. I actually uh, Richmond, a bunch of other major schools. And then my senior year, uh, some other Mac schools like Iona were really interested in me. When did you realize or when did you think that you were a Division One player? 
Uh, probably my junior year in Tillman when um, I was playing against other good, really good D1, future D1 players in the NEPSAC conference. And I was playing pretty well and feeling comfortable out there. That's when I realized it. You mentioned uh, Tilton, uh, Jalen. Uh, you, you finished your uh, prep career there. Started it at Bergen Catholic. And, uh, of course, Taj Benning comes from Bergen Catholic. How many years did you play with Taj? Uh, I played one year with Taj when I was playing. He was on varsity. I was on JV, but I dressed varsity. And sometimes I got in. Were you guys friendly? Was he a big influence in your decision to come to Fairfield? Yeah, yeah. We talk, we've, we've always been in contact ever since Bergen. Um, he's always looked out for me. What was the uh, other school or schools that were the probably uh, toughest competition for Fairfield when it came down to your final choice? Uh, I would say probably Niagara or Northeastern. Jay, when did you first start aggressively uh, pursuing Jalen? First saw Jalen um, the summer, uh, you know, going into the summer before uh, we offered him. And then um, got a chance to go up to Tilton and watch him work out. Know the coach there very well, Marcus O'Neill. And, uh, you know, obviously we were looking to address some some needs of ours offensively. Uh, which Jalen answered a lot of those, uh, kind of checked off some of those boxes. But I was impressed with the way he kind of he knew positions and uh, his IQ of the game defensively too. And and he was well coached. I could tell that. And uh, when we got him here too, he he uh, really just the concepts and um, you know where he needed to be on the floor, not only offensive and de- and defensively. Uh, you know he was well versed, and so we got a guy who was well coached and. Uh, you know, uh, just a shame that he had to have that injury versus Marist and, and have his season cut cut short because we could we could certainly use him here. Well, there's no doubt about that. And uh, I would also ask you, where had you seen the most progress uh, in his game from game number one up until that uh, what turned into final game there up at Marist? You know, I, I think on the defensive end, um, it, it was, uh, you know, he, he had just kind of, started to do a better job of guarding the ball and, and keeping things in front of him. So I think from that standpoint, uh, you know, he was really evolving as, as, a, as a good defender. Um, we, we always wanted him to be more aggressive offensively. I, I, you know, if I complained about anything with him offensively, was is we wanted him to shoot more. Um, uh, and I used to tell him, I said, boy, I, I wish I had a coach who told me to shoot more. My coaches always told me to shoot less. Um, and, and I just kept saying, we need you to take more shots. We need you to be more aggressive offensively. So, uh, you know, you, you could see how talented he was. And, and I just thought he was, he was deferring to others uh, at times where we didn't want him to. So, uh, I, you know, I, I was excited at, at the direction he was going, but unfortunately these things happen. We're fortunate that he gets the year back and gets to come back to us as a freshman and, and at least had a few games under his belt here to, to kind of uh, get a feel for what it's all about. Jalen, uh, you just heard Coach talk about how maybe you were uh, deferring there offensively uh, early in your uh, fair field career. Is that something you think you will uh, be able to overcome without much of a problem as your career progresses? Yeah, for sure. Is this when I get more comfortable? Uh, yeah, with the offense and with the players around me, I definitely feel like I could do that. And you told us that you probably can get back on the court sometime this summer. So there's no, it's a little vague as far as when you can actually get up to full speed. But let's say, uh, let's say by the 4th of July, you're back out there and you're working full speed. 
uh, on the on the court. What are some of the things that you've learned from this season as a freshman or half freshman year uh, that you're going to employ as you as you work toward your next year? And I mean, I guess the easier way of putting this question, Jalen, is what are you going to work on most this summer? Yeah, I'm going to work on my my physicality, my body. Uh, just try to get bigger, more weight on me. Uh, I'm gonna work on my explosiveness, and uh, these these players in D1 are really strong and really athletic. So I'm just gonna work to get uh, better than that. Was that the biggest surprise to you? Um, the difference from, in this case, Tilton and prep school to Division One was the strength and the explosiveness uh, of of your opponents. Uh, uh, kind of. I mean, my conference. There's a lot of D1 guys. So it wasn't too much of a surprise, but uh, yeah, the, it was definitely an adjustment with the size, I'd say. Jalen, uh, you're a scorer. You can score in a lot of ways. And um, from the games we saw, you played off the ball a lot with Caleb Green. Is your goal, not, not your goal, but is your, is your dream, what you want to be is a, a player that can score, but also play a lot of point and make plays for other guys? Is that what you work on when, when you – when you work on your own? Yeah, I, I mean, my senior year at Tilton, I was pretty much the point guard, so I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in that role. I love being in that role, just getting teammates open, scoring when I need to. Um, so, yeah, uh, I look forward to that, definitely. When um, you communicate with your teammates after a game, Jalen, who are the guys uh, you reach out to most of all, and what kind of give and take is there uh, – now that you are watching them as opposed to playing with them. Yeah, I, I talked to uh, Jake Wojcik, uh, Jason Itopai. I talked to Taj a lot, um, Chris Mido. I like to talk to them a lot, just talk about how they felt about the game, how they played, and I give my opinions on how they could be better. All constructive criticism, right? Of <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> hey, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you studying at Fairfield, uh, albeit uh, remotely? What are, what are you looking to uh, do as far as your major is concerned and uh, your long-term plans as far as the academics are concerned? Yeah, right now I'm um, majoring in communications. Um, hopefully later on I could move on to like a more business major or marketing. That's probably my biggest goal for uh, major. Joe, there's another guy after your job. Yeah. Communications guy with a business uh, sense. So not only is he going to be a good broadcaster, he'll be able to make uh, and handle his money real well, too. Yeah. <laughs> man, man after your own heart, Joe. Yeah, not going to be that hard for you, Jalen, to overcome me. I got I got something. Talk to me about AU. Um, how important was it? Who'd you play for? Uh, give me the whole. We all know that's a big part of uh, your recruiting and all that. T talk to me about AAU basketball. Yeah, my, my junior summer, I played for New York Lightning on the UIBL circuit. Um, we did pretty well. Uh, I played in front of a lot of good coaches, a lot of, played against a lot of high-ranked players. So it was a really good experience, That's it. How about your plans for this summer? Uh, up in the air because of uh, the recovery from the foot injury? Do you really have any, um, any way of knowing what you're going to be able to do in terms of competitive basketball this summer? Yeah, it's just up in the air right now. I mean, I'm doing a lot of PT right now, so it's it's going in the right direction. So uh, I definitely think this summer I'm just going to be able to do what I want to do. And again, because of the um, the precautions everybody's taking with your injury and 
not wanting you to go out and about, you know, trying to, <laughs> unfortunately, kind of live the bubble wrap life, you will not be going down to Atlantic City to be with your team? Uh, right now, it's not looking like it. Um, I still can't really put weight on it, so it's kind of a risk right now. But if I get the okay to go, I'll definitely go. How are you enjoying these television broadcasts? Uh, how, how are the play-by-play and uh, color guy holding up in, uh, in they're your great. Boat? They're great. They're great. <laughs> yes. You, you can tell, Jay, what you really think when we're done with the podcast. <laughs> as, uh, as coach, you get ready for these last couple of games uh, in the regular season. Now, look, I know that you're just worried about Manhattan. A couple of wins, though, could get you potentially a first-round bye in this MAC tournament. So, how, how much of that is a motivating factor? Is it any part of your message or is it that you just want to be playing good basketball coming down the stretch here? Yeah, just the good basketball part. And honestly, I'm, I'm not sure this is, might be the one year where you want to play early and just kind of keep playing games because, hmm. uh, you know, we, the one thing you don't want is another big gap uh, in between games. And, and we haven't played much here the last couple of weeks. So, um you know, we'll certainly take the the buy if we if we can get it. I, I really just want to. Our message has been, hey, let's head down to Atlantic City, playing good basketball because, you know, I'm sure every coach in the MAC is having the same message, and I think it's accurate for every coach. That uh, I don't know if there's a clear dominant team. There's some certainly good basketball teams, but I think anybody can beat anybody. And if you're playing well at the right time. Uh, in this league, uh, some magic can happen down there. So I, I, I really am just concerned about that and where, where the buys happen. You know, we're going to have to beat some good teams uh, to move on. We know that. Uh, and I don't know if, if this is a year where that where that's on your mind. Uh, it, it isn't on my mind as much as it was, you know, at other places I've been or, or you know, I just want to kind of keep playing. Uh, we've had some interruptions here, like I said, and, and the more we can play, the better for us, I think. Yeah, the, uh, you play uh, Thursday, uh, Thursday, March the 4th, as we speak to you. That's uh, tomorrow. And then you play Friday. And then uh, and Saturday and Sunday to get ready for uh, that tournament. Uh, how, does that, how do you map this out? What are the, the logistical plans in terms of practicing at Fairfield? When do, and then when do you travel to Atlantic City? How does that all work out? Right. So we'll, we'll practice, uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday. We'll kind of stick to our same routine. Day after game, we'll bring them back in uh, late afternoon, watch film of what we did well, what we did poorly, uh, uh, get some shots up and go over our opponent, which we'll, obviously we will know at that time. Uh, knock on wood, we'll know at that time, and hopefully it doesn't change. Uh, the other part of it now is you, you have to have, uh, you know, we have to have testing done every consecutive day now. So we'll be tested Saturday, Sunday, and every single day uh, after that as long as we're in the, uh, involved in the tournament. And there's even a contingency plan, believe it or not, if you make the semis for the semis final teams to come back uh, and, and kind of quarantine until uh, we know from our league that there is a, a clear winner that will be going to Indianapolis uh, without any COVID issues. So yeah. there's, there's even contingency plans to the league for, for the semifinal teams at this point. Boy, what a, uh, what a strange year, but everybody's yeah. going through the same thing. And, uh, you know, coach, uh, I noticed that, um, you and St. Peter's are tied for most games played in the Mac this, uh, this season, 21 apiece. Uh, 
Look, there's been a lot of adversity to have uh, overcome to get to 21 games. You must be particularly proud of that. I am, and I've said this all along. It's a tribute to our, our school, our athletic department, Paul Schlickman and everything he's done to keep all our athletes safe. But it's a tribute to our guys, too, who, uh, you know, you know, made a lot of sacrifices to get to this part. Um, that means, you know, you're not going out. You're not been in big crowds. You've, you know, if you're a student athlete on this campus this year, you've made considerable sacrifices. So really proud of our guys and uh, a great job that our administration has done, keeping all the athletes here as safe as, as humanly possible. And again, looking uh, toward the MAC tournament, they made the announcement that uh, friends and family are going to be permitted to attend those games in Atlantic City. How does that work? Have you been getting requests from friends? And, you know, how, how if you're a family member, do you get selected? And what, well, what's the breakdown as far as how many people will be in that Fairfield uh, cheering section when you open up play down there? Yeah, so each, each school has purchased uh, – I think it's around 120 tickets. I'm not sure the, the actual number. And only those, uh, those friends and family of the two schools playing at the time, Bob will be allowed in the arena. So if, if, you know, in the past you could go watch the game before the game after, and that won't be the case. So the arena will be, you know, at, at um, you know, at just a couple hundred friends and families for, for the two teams that are involved. And we're going to give uh, each player four tickets for friends and family that'll be on a pass list. And I think it's great. I mean, they, these guys haven't seen their families uh, for a considerable amount of time and uh, they haven't, none of their family members have been able to see them play live this year. So to get uh, to go to Atlantic city and, and we have a considerable amount of guys who are local and uh, we'll take advantage of that. So I think it's really neat that they're going to be able to finally do that. You already touched upon this uh, a couple of moments ago, but I'll, uh, I'll kind of reposition the question. Um, and again, I ask this knowing that all you're concerned about right now is getting ready for Manhattan. But if you're going to make a case to our listeners as to why Fairfield can be a team next week in Atlantic City that can pull off uh, some, some big surprises, how would you make that case? Yeah, I, I just I think I feel we can play with anybody. And I think that our scores have, have dictated that we've uh, we've swept with everybody that we've played so far, except for Siena and and uh, and Niagara and you know, certainly uh, those are those are two good teams, but didn't feel that we played our best basketball. I think we're playing a much – I think that everybody would agree from what we were at the beginning of the season where we were not a good basketball team, we're playing much better. And it's, again, if we defend and rebound, we're going to be in there with everybody. We, we are. We're capable of doing that. We've shown it. We just need to do it for 40 minutes. And uh, I, I – I don't think there's a team and, and this is, this is, we've got some very good basketball teams in this league and very good, very good coaches, but we're not going there scared of anybody. Uh, and, and with the feeling that we can't, uh, if we play well, can't win. Yep. Jay, those uh, years <clears throat> you coached at Rutgers and lived in New Jersey, any late night trips down to Atlantic city? I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, a gambler at all. Uh, I believe it or not, my, my brothers threw me a surprise 50th birthday party uh, in Atlantic City. And all I did the way down there was complain the whole time that I was going. To, they took, they literally showed up at my house when I was working at Stony Brook and took me down there. And, and there was probably 25 guys that showed up from different parts of the country. So it ended up being a lot of fun. But I complained the whole way down there that I was going to Atlantic City. So I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to be a uh, on the uh, – any advertisements for, for the Atlantic City Convention Bureau, that's for sure. 
Uh, until you want to imagine. If we have a good few days, Joe, it'll be the best best city okay. in the in the world, as far as I'm concerned. I hear that. And uh, Jalen, uh, we've been uh, talking to uh, all the players about this uh, year being one that, in, in golfing terms, is is a mulligan. You get, you know, it's almost as far as the NCAA is concerned, it didn't happen. You get another uh, fresh start, um, which in your case, I guess, has to be particularly gratifying, isn't it? Because you you sustained an injury midseason, uh, but now you don't have to worry about the red shirt. You get to come back and. And where does that put you as far as uh, your mental perspective is concerned as you get ready to restart your Fairfield career? Yeah, it's really helpful uh, just having another extra year, uh, even though I got taken away. Uh, just helps me physically just get back, get better, um, skill-wise get better. And, it, yeah, it's, it's really helpful, to be honest. Jalen, uh, we've enjoyed uh, meeting you for the first time. We're looking forward to doing it in person uh, next to September or October, but uh, I know I speak for everybody in the Fairfield uh, Stags community when we wish you uh, best of luck as you rehab from the injury, and we're looking forward to you uh, restarting that Stags career uh, next November. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And Coach, everybody else okay? Uh, you know, uh, the usual, uh, I'm sure, bangs and bruises and uh, end-of-season uh ailments but uh physically everybody ready to go here as you get ready to play manhattan we are good we are just at the point where i think everybody's tired of practice there's <laughs> the coaches yeah. and everybody else so just looking to play some games here yeah well that's hopefully you have a lot of games you get the two coming up here against manhattan and then hopefully right. a lot of games uh, down in atlantic city joe anything else as we wrap no. things up here Jalen, just good luck in your recovery jay good luck against the uh, sideline screaming jaspers down in uh, down in manhattan <laughs> Give them heck, handle that zone defense, make sure the referees call fouls because they foul every time down. <laughs> Come back well, with well, wins. I, will, I, will, I will certainly remind them, Joe. All right. I'll certainly remind them. <laughs> the opinions expressed by Joe DeSantis are solely those of Joe DeSantis, and we love them. I think the referees will be the happiest not to do the back-to-backs anymore they, uh, because they, they are certainly – when they miss a call, you're reminding them about it at the jump ball of the second game. So I'm sure that they will be thrilled when they don't have to have these back-to-back -back games anymore. And remember, Jay, next time around, meaning next season, no masks. Everything you say will not literally be masks. So um, right. you don't have that advantage anymore. And we're all happy that you won't have the masks on. Uh, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, next season. But still plenty of basketball to go for the Stags this season as we uh, wrap up this edition of Open Court. And a reminder to our listeners, we'll be back again after the MAC tournament. So that'll be around March 17th, around St. Patrick's Day. We'll be talking about the Stacks' performance in the tournament, hopefully talking about a run through the MAC tournament and uh, more games to play for the Stacks. Uh, maybe the Stacks can be a live wire and pull off a, uh, a nice run down in Atlantic City. But We'll be talking about the season in general and also looking ahead to next season. So there is plenty to uh, be looking forward to as we get ready to bring you uh, what will be the final edition of Open Court when we get back with, together with you again around St. Patrick's Day. So for Jay Young and the Fairfield Hall of Famer Joe DeSantis and for our special guest, Jalen Leach, and our producer extraordinaire, Ryan Moynihan, I'm Bob Huesler. Thanks for listening to Open Court. The Open Court Podcast is a presentation of Fairfield University Athletics. 
For future podcasts, videos, news, stats, and coverage of Fairfield Stags men's basketball, log on to fairfieldstags.com.